Blog Talk Radio. Calling all men. It's now your time for your show with your coach, the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Relax, be heard, and be understood. It's the show where men can be men. Now here's the coach who has your back, Linda Gross. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I am eager to tell you all about today's show. We're going to be talking about your money or your wife. A record share of Americans are postponing or foregoing marriage, and a growing share of young adults think marriage is obsolete or comparatively unimportant. But let's take a look at 37-year-old Doug from Mainville, Ohio, who thinks otherwise. At age 18, Doug was content to work a $16,000 a year job operating a press at a factory in, in Indiana and live in his parents' basement. With no bills and not a care in the world, we're going to follow uh, some of his journey. So today's question is whether it makes sense for you to wed or not wed in today's climate. Let's dive in, shall we? You too can join in on our topic. Our call-in phone number is 323-642-1677. Again, that number is 323-642-1677. Also, you can talk to me via our chat line right here on blogtalkradio.com, blogtalkradio.com forward slash D.T. Linda Gross, forward slash D.T. Linda Gross. Also, we have a new feature. If you want to hop on the Skype, you can uh, Skype call me, and that address is Linda Gross 1490, Linda Gross 1490. All right, so let's jump in. What is going on here? So much information about this topic. Um, You know, a lot of guys just really don't want to get married. Let's see if it makes sense for them. Let's see if it makes sense for you. So, um, you know, this, this guy, Doug, he's saying after he got married at age 19 and started having kids, his perspective on marriage changed. He said that he had to step up and think about someone and something besides myself and start take care and start taking care of them. So he then quit his factory job. He joined the army where housing and health care for a family were included and his annual salary jumped about to about $24,000. Then he sought regular opportunities to get promoted so as to provide a better lifestyle for his family. Recently, in a bid to further boost his family's income, he left the Army to work as a finance manager at a car dealership, where he is now pulling in six figures. 
men who are reluctant to settle down until they make more money and women who reject low-wage earning men could benefit from what Doug has discovered. Marriage has a transformative effect on adult behavior, emotional health, and financial well-being, particularly for men. Now, um, for women, marriage doesn't do it for them particularly for women, the transformative uh, quality is parenthood. Makes sense, right? She's in charge of, <laughs> of uh, you know, popping out those kids. So for her, that's her benchmark. But for men, it does happen to be marriage. So in the words of Nobel laureate uh, Akerlof, who says, men settle down when they get married. And if they fail to get married, then they fail to settle down. Hmm. Interesting concept, right? Let's see if it holds true. All right. So according to a report from, of all places, the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis, their report showed that married men earn much more money on average than everyone else in America. Married men earn approximately 11% more per hour than men who have never been married, even after controlling for work experience, education, age, and other factors. Economists also find out that divorced or separated men make up about 9% more than never married men do. So the wage gap, which is present at all ages, by the way, is even wider for those 45 and older. Imagine that, huh? So <laughs> your odds get better if you're married. You make more money. And then once you get past 45, you, you exponentially go up to the next phase. All right. So it might be that men with higher wages are more likely to marry. Therefore, the average married man earns a higher wage than the average single man. It is also true that married men often do have to support a family. As such, they work harder to earn higher wages. So married men make more money because marriage makes, makes them more productive. Excuse me. Um, highly productive men are more likely to be married. So, do employers discriminate? Uh, turns out that the answer is yes. Employers take a man's marital status as a signal of how stable or responsible he is, and and they discriminate accordingly. Hold on, just one second. Anyway, they do discriminate accordingly. Employers might either consciously or unconsciously give preference to married men. All other things equal when considering promotions and raises on the grounds that the married employee has a family to support. Mm -hmm. 
married men tend to make more money because the traits that make a man a high wage earner are also the traits that make him a good marriage partner. The marriage qualities listed as desirable for mates are often synonymous with desirable characteristics for an employee, which are responsible, honest, mature, logical, intelligent, and efficient. Men develop valuable skills when married that they retain even if the marriage breaks up. Look at that. (laughs) It's almost worth it to like get married once and even if you're going to like be single the rest of your life but you will once you develop these skills you have them for the rest of your life pretty interesting huh all right so one study indicates that men who are married work about 400 hours more per year than their single peers with equivalent backgrounds married men also work more strategically One Harvard study found that married men were much less likely than their single peers to quit their current job unless they had lined up another job. Even after controlling for differences in education, race, ethnicity, uh, regional unemployment, and scores on a test of general knowledge, young married men meaning the ages of 28 to 30, make $15,900 more than their single peers. Wow, that's a lot of money. And married men who are aged 44 to 46 make $18,800 more than their single peers. Mm -hmm. So the marriage premium cuts across color lines as well. The extra bump in salary is there for black, Hispanic, and less educated men in much the same way as it does for men in general. And what about this little tidbit? 85% of millionaires, hello Mr. Gates, are married. (laughs) That's an interesting fact, right? Okay, so Anyway, we're talking today about whether or not you should get married. So call us at 323-642-1677. Again, that number is 323-642-1677. When we come, we're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about marriage how it transforms men. So we'll catch you right back after the break. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women too. Hi, guys. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That'll Change Your Life Forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and, if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? 
Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about whether or not you should get married. We're going over the pros and cons. I want you to call in on this topic. You can do so at 323-642-1677, Seven. All right. Also, you can catch us on our chat line, blogtalkradio.com, blogtalkradio.com, forward slash DT Linda Gross, forward slash DT Linda Gross. All right. So, marriage, according to research, transforms men. And let's take a look at the following ways um, it transforms men's approach to work. And it also transforms the way that employers treat them. After marrying, men assume a new identity. Married men get a newfound sense of meaning and status in the world. Married men make more strategic work choices. Married men are more likely to value higher paying jobs than their single peers. Married men are also less likely to be fired than their single peers. So a lot of different decided traits occur when a man man marries. Now, who benefits the most from marriage? The fact that most men are very wary of marriage is an understatement. We all know that, especially today, right? Of course, both men and women benefit from marriage, but men seem to benefit more overall. So in addition to being happier, healthier than bachelors, married men earn more money and live longer, and men reap such benefits even from mediocre marriages, while for women, the benefits of marriage are much more strongly linked to marital quality. And finally, unlike women, when men do make up their mind about a woman, men can sacrifice for their partners without resenting it. So in most romantic relationships, one partner usually desires a higher level of commitment, engagement, or marriage. Usually it's the woman, while the other is content to let the relationship stay in its current form. So if you've read my book, 
the science of mastering women. That's the science of mastering women. The real truth about women that will change your life forever. You will find out about this hormone that's called oxytocin. Oxytocin is the bonding hormone. It bonds this man to this woman. There is a release of oxytocin in a woman's body upon having sex. So this hormone kind of explains it all. So no matter what, what comes out of a woman's mouth that she's fine with a casual relationship, after about the third month, there's a buildup. There's an excessive buildup of this oxytocin hormone. And it doesn't matter what the mouth is saying because she's no longer satisfied with a non-relationship. Of course, there are a few exceptions to the rule. Maybe about 5% of the female population falls in this category. But in general, that hormonal effect is very strong. It's, it's like a drug. It is a drug that's in her system. So in about two-thirds of these cases, the partner seeking more commitment is the woman while the man drags his feet. <clears throat> so even though... Uh, men get more benefits out of marriage, why do men resist getting married? Well, because they think it requires a higher degree of behavioral commitment. They don't always feel ready for that transition. Young men associate marriage with increased responsibilities and with a greater possibility of financial loss. The main reason they said that they resist marriage is that they can enjoy many of its benefits without actually getting married, meaning through cohabitation. Men said that one benefit of not marrying was that if they were to marry, their girlfriend, now wife, would tell them what to do. And of course, men don't like that, right? Sociologists have found that the motives to get married or to avoid marriage may be different for those at lower incomes than those who are at the middle or higher incomes. The institution of marriage is in serious decline, especially among the poor and working class Americans. And you can see this reflected in there's so many children that are born out of wedlock and, you know, as a society, we kind of see this as the norm now because <laughs> the percentages keep inching up and up and up. So why do men stay single? Let's, let's examine that when we uh, come back from the break. Uh, we'll go into why they stay single and offer you some advice in that area. Thank you for joining us. If you've just joined us, you're listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about your money or your wife. Call us at 323-642-1677, 323 We'll catch you right back after the break. Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. 
Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. Darn, maybe you missed part of this show. Maybe you're still at work during the show. Maybe you heard the show but would like to listen again. Your problems are easily solved. Listen to any and all of Linda's archived shows at your convenience. Just Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. That's Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. The on-demand library is also available on the TuneIn app. Subscribe now and please share with your friends. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about your money or your wife. So is it's a question of whether you should wed or you should not wed in today's climate. All right. So let's... Uh, Oh, oh, by the way, you can call me on this topic, 323-642-1677, 323-642-1677, or hit up my chat line, which is blogtalkradio.com forward slash DT Linda Gross forward slash DT Linda Gross right here on blogtalkradio.com. Anyway, so why do men stay single? Well, Different different answers apply to different men, but here's some of the, the reasoning that they give. Freedom. They like to go where they want to go, when they want to go, and they want to do what they want to do. <laughs> Simple as that, right? What guy doesn't like a lot of freedom? Excitement. Now, with excitement comes adrenaline, and that's a hard drug to beat. Whether it's a person or an experience, if you come up empty-handed most of the time, those one-offs are surely, oh, even if you come up empty-handed most of the time, those one-offs are surely electrifying. Fantasy Barbie. Since none of the real-life women they meet match up to their fantasy partners, some men choose to keep looking until they find the one that does. As long as they hold on to the dream of finding her, they will never be able to commit to a normal, attractive, flesh-and-blood woman. If they do commit, they miss their opportunity to be with fantasy woman. You never know, right? So (laughs) I guess some men want to just hold out. You never really grow up. So being a parent is 100% giving without expecting anything in return. Children are inherently selfish. Their primary concern is to get what they want when they want it. And to be honest, you haven't grown up and would like to remain a perpetual child. And, hey, you like it that way, so (laughs) why not stay single, right? 
So here are some of the most common reasons men said that they're single. Poor looks, that the guy has poor looks, including baldness or short stature. By the way, guys, looks for a guy are number one. In other words, when they're selecting a woman, number one on their list is what she looks like. And guys mistakenly think that girls want the same thing. They do not. So all of you that have, you know, a conniption fit over your poor looks, meaning the guy's poor looks, like baldness and being short and being heavy and, you know, not having the right hair color or eye color or whatever it is. Girls don't care. They care about your personality, yes, but they don't care about your looks. So is there an exception to the rule? Yes, the 20-somethings care about your looks. That's only because they're just out to have sex just like you and a lot of girls today are really stupid. They're not very discerning. They don't know what skill what what skill set to look for, what qualities to look for when evaluating a guy. A lot of them don't have dads in the household to train them with what a good guy is. So, yes, that, those are probably the exceptions to the rule. You know, the 20-something girls are going to have sex just like a guy. So, those that category Probably they are looking for looks, but once they know what a good guy is, what attributes they should be looking for, then, you know, when they're in their 30s, then they wise up, they sharpen up, because why? Because their biological clock is ticking, and they've got a mere five years to pop out that kid in a healthy manner, so yes, they're going to buckle down. So during that uh segment of their their ages they are very concerned with your personality and that's what my that's where my book comes in and you can use my book the tips any at any juncture in your life they work at any time but basically what I say and by the way it's the science of mastering women the real truth about women that will change your life forever all right, so basically they're looking for confidence. That's Women need confidence like they need air no matter what age we're talking about. It's not necessarily that they're going after the bad boy. It's not necessarily that they want a bad boy over a nice guy, but they they crave that confidence. That's what they're going after. The majority of the book speaks to confidence, especially if you don't have confidence. It teaches you how to get it. And guess what? You don't get it with girls. You got to start on a tangent over here, mainly with a work or a passion or a hobby first, and then that spills over to the girls. So I teach you how to do all that in my book, The Science of Mastering Women. Check it out, ebook. Find it on Amazon, or you can actually ask them, which most guys do, ask them to ship it to you. Most guys like the paperback version, so get that. All right, so let's go back to the list. The most common reasons men say that they are single. Um, next up on the list is low self-esteem, 
low confidence. Okay, that one is a, is a correct one. So like I say, you're going to find out tips on how to build your confidence because first and foremost, you need confidence with the girls. You need confidence to manage your daily life. You need confidence to manage your work life. You're going to use confidence in every waking area of your life. So you might as well learn how to do it. All right. What else were they saying as to why they're single? Low effort. They just weren't putting in the effort. Okay. Much like sales, <laughs> uh, you know, pursuing women takes effort. Much like anything, really. If you want to get better at guitar, you got to practice guitar. If you want to make more sales today, you got to make more phone calls or you got to make more inquiries or whatever. You've got to put out effort. I mean, I know a lot of the media today is telling you that you don't have to put out any effort. We'll just pay you. We'll send you a check. Everybody's the same bunch of sheep that that you guys are and you don't need effort but come on it doesn't reality doesn't work that way all right what else well guys say that they're not interested in relationships I don't know if that's true I mean you've got a biological drive that makes you interested in relationship so you probably are doing something to turn yourself off from relationships because, oh, it's too hard or you've been burned or something happened to you uh, that's negative. So I don't really believe the one about not interested in relationships. I think you've just told yourself it's too much trouble. I don't want to deal with it. And I haven't figured this, this thing out. So turn it off. Poor flirting skills are also cited. Well, this one's true. So you do need to have some communication skills. You don't need pickup lines, but again, it all stems back to the confidence. If you're confident and you're not needy with the girls, you can win them over. Find those tips in my book. Introverted. Okay, this one is really true. I myself lived my thirst first 30 years of life being very introverted, very, very shy, doesn't serve any purpose whatsoever. People don't know how fabulous you are if you're too introverted. So break out of that shell. For me, I found it really super difficult and I did one of the best things that I, I could have done for myself is I took up public speaking where I had to get up every single week and just, you know, speak off the top of my head, speak to strangers, speak to a big group. And then when you learn how to do those skills, now when you speak one-on-one, then it's like easy peasy. So that's what worked for me. I recommend you try it. Um, yes, there are some other tips that you can use to break yourself out of being introverted. Um, maybe like volunteering might be another avenue. Anyway, there's some things that we can talk about. But, um, yeah, stop being interviewed, introverted. No one cares. Another reason why men say that they're single, well, they recently broke up. Okay, go ahead, you need time out, you need to take a break, go ahead and be single for X amount of time. Um, maybe six months, three to six months is like a good time frame to walk away and mentally do a hit the refresh button in your brain. But yes, you have to move on. 
bad experiences from previous relationships. Okay, so this one I get a lot in my coaching practice, and it's mainly from when you were a teenager. Yep, mainly from that girl that you really, really liked in high school, and she stomped on your heart, or she went out with your best friend, or or worse, right? It's really hard to, you know, disassociate yourself from those bad relationships, but you've got to heal them and move on. What else? Well, men say there's no available women. All right. Well, that may be true to a large extent, especially if you're a quality guy and you're in the top 10 or 20% of guys. Yes, I can see where someone would use that as an excuse. To that, I say you just got to look in different circles. So if the circles that you're traveling in, you don't find any available women, um, change the circles because <laughs> they're out there. You just haven't found them yet. Um how about another reason why men say that they're single is because the men are overweight. Uh-oh. Well, I do have a client and he was he miraculously lost 100 pounds and is still losing. So if he can do it, you can do it. Um are you stuffing your face with food? Is that your emotional go-to? Some guys use their emotional go-to um, as weed, and some guys use it as beer and alcohol. Maybe you're doing it with food. So you've got to feel the emotions, feel what you're feeling, address what you what it is you're feeling, and find a fitness program that will help you lose the weight so you can't use that as an excuse, Right? All right, what else are some of the reasons that they use? Well, how about they have different priorities than the girl? All right, I can, I can see that. So move on, find, find a different girl that has similar priorities. Remember I say in my book that you should find somebody that you have 80% overlap with. Birds of a feather do flock together. I think the more you have in common, the better. Um, you know, of course, there's the other saying, opposites attract. I think that's all well and good for a couple of months, and then after that, you're just nonstop fighting. So I don't really believe in the opposites attract. I believe in find, find someone who's similar to you. You'll like the same things and do the same things, and it's all good. Shyness. All right, so we talked about this a little bit earlier with the public speaking. Get over your introversion. Get over your shyness. Too picky. Are you too picky? And that's the excuse as to why you're saying uh, you can't find somebody. Um, I'm going to say you're not too picky. I think it's a good trait to be picky. I think you just need to find different circles. You need to just find a different circle of women that have better qualities. All right. Anxiety. All right. Well, I think anxiety, the flip side of anxiety is confidence. So the more confidence, uh, more confident that you are, I think that will lessen your anxiety because with confidence comes success. When you have repeated success, that lessens your anxiety, right? So anxiety has to do from not knowing what you're doing, which is high anxiety, right? So 
figure out what to do, get my book, The Science of Mastering Women. It'll tell you what to do and what to avoid. And you've just got to practice it. And whatever is creating the anxiety, um, let's dive deeper into that, figure out what that dynamic is, and move yourself away from that. Lack of time. A lot of guys say they're single because they have lack of time. All right. Well, I think this is true to a certain extent with certain jobs. It's really hard to make time, but just like anything else that's important in life, I mean, it's hard to make time to invest, for example. You've got to research. It's hard to make time to travel because You've got to research the airlines, research the hotels, research where you want to go. I mean, I get it, but you have to reserve a little bit of time for this endeavor. It's not going to happen by itself. It's not going to happen by you're sitting on the couch playing video games all day long. You've got to create time to go after the things that you want. Socially awkward. Well, I understand this one. Again, it goes back to being, you know, insecure and uh, too shy. Um, The only way you're going to get out of being socially awkward is to practice. Just like playing the piano, the piano is not going to play itself. You have to practice. And in my book, one of the greatest tips that I can give you is just talk to 10 women a day. They don't have to be supermodels. In fact, I say that they should actually be, you know, five, six, and sevens because that way it takes all the the uh, fear out of it, you know. Actually, you should talk to people that you don't necessarily want to date just for the practice. You need the practice. That way when somebody that, that really turns you on comes along, you're ready and you're good to go. All right, some men say they enjoy being single. All right, so what's not to enjoy? Yes, I understand that, but, you know, priorities change. So for most men, uh, there is a psychological uh, shift in their behavior from ages 28 to about 34. That is the sweet spot for men that they've had their fun in their 20s and they've partied like a rock star and they, uh, you know, of course they still want sex, but they ask the question, what else is there? So they start adding more layers to their personality and they get a little bit deep and, you know, they want to share their time with someone else. So those are the ages. Depression. All right. I understand the depression thing. It could be a chemical reaction of what's going on in your body. uh, And it could be very real. You know, for some people, they do have to take antidepressants. Other, Other guys, the way they cope with it is to have a lot of male friends or have a lot of family outings or maybe it could be um, a physical thing helps them meaning like going to work out at the gym and pumping iron so there are lots of ways to solve depression not just with drugs but there's a you know could be something that you're eating in your diet is is the 
do you have a poor diet? Are you eating too many hamburgers and too much junk food? Maybe by cleaning up the diet, it might make you less depressed. So lots of different avenues for that. All right, poor character. The women have poor character, and that's why these men claim that they're single. Okay, well, I agree with that. A lot of women today do have poor character. Again, you got to fish in a new circle. <laughs> got to fish in a new pond. Okay, um, difficult to find women to match to. Uh, again, find better, you know, maybe you've got to travel or maybe you've got to drive across town or pick up a new sport, pick up a new hobby, pick up a new coffee shop. You've got to travel in different circles to find women that you're better uh, matched with. All right, what else? Well, how about... Um, Oops. How about poor mental health? All right. Well, I can see how that might fit into the depression. Um, but all of these things, to a certain degree, can be addressed. Lack of achievements. All right. So this is a big one because it relates directly to confidence, right? So you want to, uh, I would say, Start off with baby steps. Don't take, you know, bite off too much. Start off, if you have a goal or an achievement that you would like to accomplish, let's split this up into smaller bite-sized pieces. Maybe take the bigger goal and split it up into 10 different segments. And then feel great about each one that you can, you know, check mark off. Um, that reaches, that brings you one step closer to your goal. Another reason why they're single, single is because they're stuck with one girl. Maybe, you know, you're just lazy, but maybe this girl doesn't do it for you, but you stay with her because it's just easy. So quit being lazy, uh, leave her and find a girl that you really want to be with. Lack of social skills. Again, we were talking about this earlier. Have not got over a previous relationship. Okay. Uh, again, like I said, the most common one that I hear is somebody that burned them in high school. Um, you know, you've got to learn from it and move on. Don't know how to start a relationship. Um, well, you can hire someone like me as a coach. I could be your life coach, or if you've got a male role model, perhaps it could be a dad or a grandpa or an uncle or a male sports figure or maybe somebody um, that has a religious affiliation with you. Learn from others who do know how to start a relationship, all right? And that shortens the curve. Lack of money. All right, nowhere in my book does it say you need money to get the girls. I know a lot, of, a lot of you think that you do, but you really don't. And again, like I say, the most popular thing that women are going after is your personality, is your confidence. So you don't need money to accomplish those goals. So get the book. All right, I do not trust women. Okay, well, this is a valid one. Um, and it is true that there are a lot of untrustworthy women today, but not all women find in, fall in this category and swim in different circles, as I say. 
Um, not picking up on clues of interest. Okay, so <laughs> you're just a bonehead about this. Um, there are ways to solve it. You need a mentor. You need someone to coach you, and I or others, other mentors um, can help you in this regard. Um, men say they're single because of a sexual issue. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, you can get help for this, too. So whatever that is, um, probably at some point might be good to talk it over with somebody and work those issues out. Fear of relationships. Well, many of us have come from divorced homes who doesn't have a fear of relationships. Uh, you're not alone, but these issues are solvable. I am not interesting. That's why they claim that they're single. And this one is so true. It means that you're self-centered, you're lazy, and you're an introvert, introvert and you're just going to sit on the couch and expect that other people are going to be attracted to you. It doesn't work that way. You have to put out effort and you have to start making small steps, baby steps in the direction of doing things that are interesting, right? Fear of rejection. All right, what guy doesn't have fear of rejection? I think it's a very universal trend. That being said, what I say in my book is uh, feel, the, feel the fear and do it anyway, Right? You're not going to get any better if you don't keep practicing. I will not be a good partner, some of these single guys say. All right. Well, if you think you're not going to be a good partner, the universe is a pretty good listener, and they'll probably give you that experience. So you've got to think that you do have something to bring to the table and that you will be a good partner. Um, yeah. This one can be overcome. You're attracted to the wrong women. All right, well, maybe you need to take out a notepad and start writing these traits down. And then on the other side of the paper, write down traits that you should be looking for or will look for in the future that are positive traits and ones that will serve you. So tape this on your mirror, read it every day, and stop going after women that have these wrong traits, as you say. All right. Uh, men who are single also say that they are homosexual. Um, they say something like, because I'm gay and 99% of the people I become attracted to are not. Well, to that I say, figure out the sexuality and go after other like-minded people who are in the same category. Um, it's just, you're just going to make yourself crazy when you go after other categories and they're not on the same page as you. Given up. <laughs> Again, this, this uh, falls into the habit of being lazy and not being confident and you can't give up. You, you don't give up in your work life, right? So this, this is the same as this. You have to look at it as do or die. So you have to keep plugging until you get it right. Okay, a lot of guys say that it's not worth the effort. Well, 
in my mind, it is worth the effort. Even if it, if you get a negative outcome, it is worth the effort. Um, not worth the effort. Oh, I had something to say about that. I just forgot. All right, not worth the effort. Well, if you, you know, again, if you think it's not worth the effort, then you won't put forth the effort. Oh, I know what it was I was going to say. To me, every single relationship that I've had, good, bad, or indifferent, I learn from. So in that sense, it is worth the effort because I always learn and I always have a takeaway and I always have a promise to myself that I'm not going to um, revisit this particular chapter, that I've learned the lesson and it's time to move on. So in my book, every relationship is worth the effort because every relationship has a learning opportunity for you to be better. All right, fear of commitment. All right, who doesn't have fear of commitment? I mean, at some point, you just have to dive in and trust that things will work out. Of course, you use your best effort to make them work out, and it is a commitment to always try every day and to keep the lines of communication open every day. But, you know, it's probably about 90% effort and maybe like 10%. You just have to trust and have faith that things will work out. And if they don't work out, you know, like I say, it's a learning opportunity for you to get better better in that area. Health. Some single men claim health as a disability issue. I can see where you would say that. You know, address the health issue to the best of your concern. Get as good as you can in that area. And it is what it is. I mean, some things you just can't change, and it just is what it is. And if you're solid with it, she'll be solid with it. It's difficult to keep a relationship. Boy, ain't that the truth. It is difficult. It takes a daily effort. And probably I would say the best thing that you can do is to keep the lines of communication open. Um, Usually relationships fall apart because the communication comes to a halt and you're, you know, not interacting with the person. You're coming maybe from a selfish place or maybe you're not communicating at all. And that's what breaks down the relationship. So just make sure that you keep those lines of communication open. Addictions are another reason why guys stay single. Addictions. All right. So that is true. Um, You know, whether it be drugs or alcohol or, you know, whatever it is, prescription drugs, illicit drugs, weed, whatever the addiction is, of course, it's going to impair you from having a great relationship. Get help. Get the help that you need. Move past this and, uh, you know, let's get past this. All right. So let's see. Um <laughs> Okay. All right. Let let us take a little quick break here. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the benefits of staying single, the benefits of staying single when we get back from the break. 
call us at 323-642-1677, 323-642-1677. We will catch you right back hey after Hey, guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. Darn! Maybe you missed part of this show. Maybe you're still at work during the show. Maybe you heard the show but would like to listen again. Your problems are easily solved. Listen to any and all of Linda's archived shows at your convenience. Just Google SoundCloud The Men's Advocate. That's Google SoundCloud The Men's Advocate. The on-demand library is also available on the TuneIn app. Subscribe now and please share with your friends. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are the, our topic is your money or your wife. So we're talking about whether it's smart to wed or not to wed in today's climate. Uh, call us at 323-642-1677. 323-642-1677 so we can discuss uh, your issues with regard to this topic or your ideas with regard to this topic in the, the last remaining moments that we have together. So some of the benefits of staying single, less housework. Yep, she's not going to let you leave the dishes in the sink, less debt. About 21% of single people had a credit card debt compared to 27% of married couples without children had credit card debt, and couples that had the greatest amount of debt, 36%, yep, you guessed it, couples with children. Um, Mainly they attributed all this debt to they have higher expenses. What happens if you stay single? Better sleep, incompatible bedtimes, incompatible room temperatures, room temperatures, um, a bad habit of shifting restlessly through the night, hogging or throwing off the covers, snoring, you name it. There's all kinds of sleep sleep together issues. The Sleep Council of England found that out of 1,400 couples, one in four people regularly turns to a spare room or a sofa to get a good night's sleep. Wow, one in four huge number. Now, can being single make you more money? I've heard yes. Creative professions that need to work on a project for months at a time. Um, Maybe you're a script writer or an author or, you know, maybe, maybe you're a musician, whatever it is, you need X amount of months to work on this project. So I've heard the answer is yes on that one. Oil riggers, those who make 
guess what? They make $100,000 or more a year, and they are on their rig for months without returning. Um, what other single professions can make you more money? Men in the military might be deployed for a few months. Jobs in Alaska. You know, what girl wants to go to Alaska? No. Uh, ditto with jobs in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> you know, there's scant girls, scarce girls there. So a guy would be willing to go to extreme cold or extreme heat because, hey, he's making more money. He might make 20 to 40 percent more money doing the same job in those locations as compared to the states. Okay, jobs that are high risk also make a lot more money. So high risk, classified, high intelligence level, high level of IT, uh, you need military clearance, or maybe you're working on a covert operation. So all of these things are so much easier to do when you're single, so you might as well do them then. Now, what happens to men who never married? Well, one in eight men report having no friends at all. This is across the board. One in eight, no friends at all. And a lot of these men who give this answer are married with kids. Okay? So single men are significantly more likely than married men to have several close friends. How about that? So what single men gain in friends, they lose in money. So the unmarried men make anywhere from 10 to 40% less than married men, um, but, but you have a lot of friends. <laughs> so marriage reduces the likelihood that men will commit crimes, and the data indicates that being a father quells criminal impulses even further, right? Okay. So societies with a disproportionate number of single men tend to see higher crime rates. So all of these are a factor. So I hope um, this uh, topic today has given you a lot to think about. I don't know if you're in the uh, marriage-minded category. If you're from 28 to 34, those, those are the years, deciding years that most men use to decide whether they're going to get married or not. And if they choose to get married, that's usually the, the years that they make those decisions. So hopefully this show has been helpful to you. Um, please hit me up. Give me a comment. Hit me up on uh, DM. I would love to hear from you about this topic or about any upcoming show you want me to cover or perhaps a guest you want me to have on the show, I'm more than happy to uh, check it out for you. All right, so if you missed last week's show, we were talking about women who were liked by men. By, by the way, this was uh, uh, suggested to me, this topic was suggested to me by Joe, one of our callers, so you too can suggest a topic. I love those types of uh, questions. So last week we were talking about women who are liked by men. So researchers found that for women, likability is an asset in all interactions. This means for dating, family-related, work-related, and interpersonal interactions. The bottom line, 
likability or personality is always important to women. Now, for men, likability matters only in interactions with the opposite sex. So in last week's show, we saw what it takes to win over men. So if you already are a man, as most of my listeners are men, you want to hear some of these traits to see if your woman is doing them. If she's not doing them, she might be playing, playing you. So there you go. All right. So if you missed last week's show, so easy to find. If you're not already a subscriber, uh, just go to Google, type in the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross, the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross, and you can find the archive shows right here on Blog Talk Radio, or you can go to the best place to listen is SoundCloud, Sound, SoundCloud and TuneIn because they have all five years of my shows uh, right there for you. And um, when you type it into Google, your favorite podcasting service should come up as to how you can listen to my previous shows. All right? So, um if you like today's show, show your love, you can do so by, you can listen, call, subscribe, chat, like our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, advertise with me, start with my Amazon link. By the way, my Amazon link is always on a post that I put to announce the upcoming show always there so if I if I list the book link and by the way no book purchase is required but just go to the book link that is the correct link and that will always get you uh, that link is coded with my code and Amazon gives me a couple of cents on the dollar with regard to every time you click on it if you start with that link and then do your regular Amazon shopping uh, you know it might be sporting goods it might be household goods whatever it is mechanical goods, whatever it is, I get a few cents on the dollar and it helps to support the show. All right. So make that happen. And then of course, buy my book on Amazon ebook and the paperback, make that happen. By the way, I want to give a shout out to um, my friend who is author Vince Barrick, author Vince Barrick. And I want to plug his book, How Not to Become a Millennial, How Not to Become a Millennial, Learning from America's Largest Sociological Disaster. I read the book. It is so good. Um, It's easy to read. Uh, It's very conversational. Um, It'll make you say, hmm, in a lot of places. There are a lot of things that are just kind of like shocking and jarring, but so true. And ones that actually all age categories, uh, it can apply to all age categories, not just the millennials. So I definitely recommend your checking out his book. I want to thank you for joining our show today. Um, You're right here on Blog Talk Radio And this is the Men's Advocate Show, the Men's Advocate Show. We're usually here on Tuesdays, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on Blog Talk Radio. I know it's been a little bit fluid, the the show times during COVID. Um, Anyway, um, I usually do try to get, get in at least a show per week as usual, So anyway, I will look for you. I'm 
looking out for your comments and your emails and just make all of that happen. By the way, the email is info at themensadvocate.com, info at themensadvocate.com. Bye for now. Thank you so much. Stay safe, and we'll catch you next time on The Men's Advocate Show. <laughs>